how should valuers deal with the increased uncertainty in the current environment when valuing private companies? Thank you, Maria. There are four points I would like to mention. The first point is that we have to um, assumptions, growth rate assumptions, we have to align that with market development expectations and we have to, to, to conclude in scenario and sensitivity analysis in order to determine an adequate value range. The second point is that we have to combine the valuation exercise with liquidity planning, going concern discussions. Very important. The third point is that we have to look at the capital market data, do a uh, an analysis of the capital market data in order to understand do we have outliers which we might need to exclude in order not to distort completely the valuation. And the last point is we have to increase our level of documentation just to make sure that our stakeholders and we are fully aware of what were our thoughts, what was our thinking, what did we do in um, connection in relation to the key value drivers that determine the value ranges. What are some of the best fair valuation practices that you see emerging? There are no new fancy emerging valuation methods, Mario. There are obviously a wide set of valuation methodologies we can use. This is starts from recent transaction, the simple multiples, the market comparables, um, and with NAV considerations and TCF considerations. The most important aspect is that we have a combination of the, of the methods in order to, to define a range which is reasonable. So the combination of the methods is key. Are there any different considerations for infrastructure investments? So valuation specialists are aware of the fact that COVID has impacted assets differently. On the one hand, we have seen sharp declines in infrastructure assets in the oil and gas or in the transportation sector. On the other hand, we have seen a strong performance in, for example, the IT environment or the telecom sector. It is for us, therefore, important not only to take into account the, the economic uh, outlook, we have also to take into account the sector-specific outlook and then the, the asset-specific situation. Is there any spe special de uh, development risk still available? How is the counterparty risk addressed? Do we have an additional financing risk? So it's not only looking at the current business plan, it's taking into account a wide perspective on the risks related to COVID and the specific challenge we are currently in.